You are about to enter a great adventure. This is starting from Gorilla. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Strutting from Gorilla. I'm Mikey Cash. He's Big Vito. And today we're jumping right into it. We have a lot to talk about. A lot coming out of Perth, Australia with Elimination Chamber. So we're going to be covering that. But before we jump in, we actually want to talk to you guys about a fan festival that we got to go to just a couple of weekends ago in Rhode Island. Now, Vito, you and I had really a blast there what what do you what did you think of the of the event overall because we got to meet a, a, a ton of different wrestlers we got to see some walking by it was a great time yeah um first mikey cash good to see you as always um but the fan fest was great you know it was my first time actually going to a fan fest and um well actually i think i went when i was younger mm-hmm. but this was just a different experience you know i feel like We've been doing this podcast for three years now, four years, and um, I think it, you get a different light on on what you're going to see. And we really went because myself and you were really big fans of Trish Stratus, right? And it's not right. often you get to see her. And we thought this was a good chance to, to get a picture with her. Um, but we were able to go there and meet some other wrestlers. We had pictures with um, Hollywood Haley J., um, Rikishi, Sabu, uh, you know, uh, Ron Simmons was there, Teddy mm-hmm. Long, Dennis Rodman, um, X-Pac was there, Abdullah the Butcher. Um, I thought it was a cool experience. I mean, look, there was tons of merchandise um, that was that could have been bought uh, in memorabilia that was there. Uh, what I thought was interesting, I feel like at first, and I, I don't know, maybe you felt differently. I was a little bit intimidated because you're just like walking around and you want to say hi to everyone, but you feel bad because you're not giving them money. And then, you know, me and you started getting a couple pictures. We got a picture with Sabu. We got to hold the ECW belt. If you haven't had a chance, check out our TikTok, right? Um, mm-hmm. it, it gives a, a little review of it. Yeah. Um, but it was it was definitely interesting. I mean, I thought Sabu was awesome. Uh, actually, funny story. We were leaving Sabu and... Um, Bill Alfonso, uh, Mikey had dropped a ticket and some cash, and Bill Alfonso stopped him and, and handed him the money back. We, yeah. I mean, we didn't get a picture with him, but uh, it was super nice of him. And they, they seemed like really down to earth guys. What, what are your thoughts? I've never felt more guilty in my life for snubbing Bill Alfonso <laughs> than I did in that moment. But I'm actually more surprised that he didn't get my attention with a whistle. I don't know if maybe it was some sort of policy at the hotel where he couldn't use <laughs> the whistle, but he didn't he didn't have it on him. I was so I, I was kind of kind of getting ready for that. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed myself. And honestly, I think Sabu was one of my favorite people to meet. He was super nice. He was making like some dad jokes, just hanging out. And he gave you the title. I know you said we held the title, but you um, are the only one that held uh, that title. You know, Mikey, uh, listen, in all my years of being a wrestling fan, I've never held a title. Like, fake, yeah. well, actually, that's a lie. I got my, my fake cooler title up here, but I've never actually held like a heavy duty real title. And this was the ECW. It looked like it was the legit title. Um, and I, he handed it to me. And all of a sudden, this power came over me, right? I, I, I would think it's kind of like when Lord of the Rings, they put the ring on, 
it's like they put the title belt on Vito and something just overcame me. I wasn't giving that up. Like there wasn't a chance you could have asked me. I would have said no. And I'm usually not a selfish guy like that, but uh, there's something different about it. But it was, it was pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's an intoxicating power. That's what it is. It was, it was. And, uh, you know, I gladly would have let him put me through a table. I think I told him, you know, he, he actually asked, he was like, Hey, did you, did you check to see if the photos came out good? And I said, well, if they didn't, you can just put me through this table. (laughs) (laughs) So no, it was good. I mean, Trish Stratus was awesome too. You know, the only downside I would say in being my first fan fest is I think patience is a virtue right so any fan going to this like have patience with those people like mm-hmm. it's you know it was definitely challenging they i'm not sure the the way they did it the setup was was fantastic mm-hmm. um but she was super nice to all of her fans um i you know i thought it was awesome it was great meeting her you know yeah. and uh she was really nice to a lot of the kids that were there um just just really great i thought hollywood Haley uh Haley j was awesome too she was super nice mm-hmm. um you she know i funny. think she was really funny. Yeah, yeah, she was great. Um, I would say the only negative to it was I was a little bit disappointed. I think you would agree. And Rikishi didn't really say hello to us. You know, was in and out and just uh, yeah, man, not 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 very talkative. So maybe um, he was having a rough day. He know. might have been. That's fine. I'll give people their due. Uh, but but other than that, I thought it was great. You know, um, mm-hmm. it was really cool to walk around. We met other people that had podcasts, which was really cool. Um, and I think next time if we do it, which I'm sure we'll do it again, um, we'll, we'll probably network a little more. Yeah. I think, I, I, I think you and I both didn't realize just how many other people that are doing podcasts and be going to trying to get interviews and stuff. But, uh, this was our first one going to together. So it was just a lot of fun. Got to meet everyone. Uh, like you, like you had said, Vito, Tristratus was really great. I really liked how she took that time with the kids because that's what really matters. Like not us sitting in line. Like it's just like, hi, how you doing? Really cool to meet you. She doesn't need to hear our life story, but a little kid, that means a lot more. So that was really cool. Uh, Yeah, the lines were kind of wild and definitely is a test of patience. Uh, I found that while we were in the line that my sense of smell was challenged quite often by (laughs) some folks walking by but hey you know what i digress that's just gonna happen you know hey. it was kind of hot in there so you know that might not have started off smelly but just the way things go yeah no good smile. time good time we'll do it again i'm sure there'll be more to yeah. come yeah yeah gonna be a good time so should we dive into elimination chamber let's let's talk about it mikey i mean it was an early morning for us that got up and tried to watch it live i mean i know with with Peacock, you don't have to watch it live, which is yeah. a, a, a great piece, right? I mean, uh, that's definitely really nice. You could have woken up a little bit later, slept in. Mm-hmm. As long as you weren't checking the dirt sheets online, you wouldn't get any spoilers. Or, you know, I did my best not to spoil yeah. it for you. What, and so, I, wait a second. What time did you get up? Did you actually get up at, like, no, 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 no. I was up at, like, 7 and started watching it. But it was kind of nice because I fast-forwarded through some of the stuff that I didn't really watch i i pulled a mikey cash you know i kind of went went through a few things and caught up live uh yeah to it so um just watch what you want watch what you want you know on demand wrestling it's a new 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 era around here Mm -hmm. Um, well speaking of watching something i have a little clip for us because this is from the main event of elimination chamber with ray ripley and nia jack so just give it a watch 
The champion turns her attention to Nia. Kick to the face. Can Rhea pull it off? What uh, I, I just I I've been watching that I, I watched that match I think two or three times because I just wanted to get a sense of like just the crowd behind it it uh, honestly I think it's one of Rhea Ripley's best performances, which is saying a lot because I'm not a huge fan of Nia Jax's in ring mm-hmm. ability I mean you know it, it is what it is but um, she put on a great show but I, I you know I think it also goes to the fact that hey she's in the main event mm-hmm. and this is her hometown they're in Australia. The crowd was hot all night. Big time. Um, and they didn't seem to get tired at all. No, no. I mean, listen, these guys are used to uh, soccer football matches, and uh, and and they can go for hours and see one score all all game and be fired up the entire time. So I, I'm thinking they they did a good job. They were hot, um, mm-hmm. and and you know, for her to put on that type of performance is great. And I know, look, listen, you've been talking about her for a long time. We both have, you especially, um, about how she just oozes this aura when she's at an event. And I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Yeah. yeah. She, you could say she oozes machismo in a way. Machismo. Because you just like, there's something about her. When she comes out, you just want to pay attention to her. And, and rightfully so. Look at what she does in the ring. The way she can captivate an audience and tell a story, I think, is is really second to none right now. She is at the top of the division. I know that there was some, I think, some criticism about her title reign over the last year. But I, I think she's really answered a lot of those in the matches that she's having. You see why they're putting her in the position that she's in. And I, while we're talking about this match, I do want to make sure that we give Nia Jax some credit. Because I've been critical of her for a long time. And... I think she's clearly been working on her in-ring skill because you could see it there. I think she did a great job in that in that match. One thing that that I noticed about Nia Jax that seems to be different now is like she's really working the like kind of like the big man style. She's working the fact that she's bigger than most of the other women. And you saw that in the story of this match. You know, Rhea Ripley was doing things that were uncharacteristic, and they were even mentioning that on commentary. So I give commentary credit for that too in that she had to do something different in order to try to beat Nia Jax because she couldn't do what she usually does when she has the strength advantage so they told a good story there that made sense in the context of a wrestling match yeah no I I I don't disagree I mean you know the only downside I would say and I think it you know I think I told you ahead of time that you know the event was kind of okay for me I didn't Mm -hmm. I wasn't like enthralled by it i wasn't like taken away i didn't think it was a terrible pay-per-view i think what what you know i was thinking about it and i'm like well why did i feel this way i think it was just like anticlimactic climactic because mm-hmm. you kind of knew Rhea was going to win you knew um the man becky lynch was going to win because they kind of preluded to it it's almost like you have this void in between royal rumble and wrestlemania and it's like they already set up the matches and you felt that way a little bit yeah. Um, I mean, you could have thought that, you know, Bianca Belair maybe was going to win based on that that press conference. But I mean, ultimately, you kind of knew who was going to win. Um, I would say the men's rumble, you really didn't. But you also, mm-hmm. you know, we've been talking about it for 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 month for at least a month now that right. 
we felt like Drew was probably going to be the person that won. I, I didn't really know. Um, so that match was a little bit more exciting for me because there were mm-hmm. multiple people that could have gone either way. Um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, the rest of the pay-per-view I thought was 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 okay. You know, um, I, I didn't think it was bad by any means. I just didn't think it was, was great. Like, I, I, I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. you know, how did you feel about the segment with uh, Waller, Austin Theory, Seth, and Cody? Well, I, actually, I didn't mind it. I thought... One, it made sense to have Waller out there. He's an Australian native, and he did a really good job of even like insulting his own country. So I thought that was fun. And what I took away from it was, all right, they're clearly planning on some sort of Cody Rock match down the line, whether that's SummerSlam, whether that's something to, like later on this year or Night One. Who the hell knows? But I, I think that you don't mention something like that unless you plan on following through with it. So yeah. I think, I think we're going for a, a Rhodes rock match at some point down the line. My, my guess is SummerSlam. Why not? It's marquee. SummerSlam's your second biggest show of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Or backlash. It's going to be in France. Who the hell? I mean, you, you got to think about what, what do they want for those international shows that they're doing now? Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree. Um, you know, what else I took from it, and I've been saying this for a few months now, too, is, man, Seth Rollins is just so over, huh? He's so I don't, good. He's great on the microphone. Um, and it's it's been a, a great ride to watch. And it just goes to show you, like, when someone embraces a different character, it it and they do it in a way that makes sense and they're fully into it. Mm-hmm. Like, it just... It yeah. makes a whole world of difference, man. And and you can tell he's having fun with it. And, um, you know, I'm curious to see how he does in WrestleMania with his injuries. and Because, I mean, he's beat up. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's real beat up. He's been beat up, man, for a while. He seemed to look okay when he did that curb stomp. I, I, I couldn't tell if there was any gingerness with the leg, but you don't know how much of that is selling. They do a good job. So I, I, you know, hopefully everything is okay. Yeah, like, and I hope so too because it's going to be a physical match. It's yeah. not one of those matches where Seth can just phone it in. Like, you no, watch not all at the, all. Yeah, you watch all the um, the the matches with 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 Drew. It's like they're they're pretty heavy hitting. So I'm curious to see how he holds up and how that match comes comes about. But cool. um. But yeah, no, I thought it was good. You know, yeah. I, I I thought it was a decent segment. I can't tell you I loved it. I thought it was just yeah. it was all right. I mean, I get why they did it. It makes sense. I would prefer to have seen either one of those guys wrestle, but I understand why they didn't. Um, and I understood why they were there. So I mean, it was all right. It was good. Yeah. I I I'm not gonna say it was anything that was mind blowing for me, but it was good. They are probably trying to protect their main event scene for WrestleMania right now. They so have to. they're going to be used in a very limited capacity because w- one of them, <laughs> CM Punk already got injured at the Royal Rumble itself, trying to set up story. So uh, I can understand why they were just involved in this, this kind of mini segment. And like you, you know, uh, it was fine. I mean, I am not, I'm not like blown away from, from it. I liked it. It was fine. And it was what it was. It was just, it was just trying to further, you know, to use Cody's words, further the story along a little bit. Yeah. So, 
because you you don't want to have an elimination chamber and then not have any real mention of what's going on in the WrestleMania main right. event scene. I feel like right. Perth would have felt maybe a little slighted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I one hundred percent get that. Um, all right. So which which chamber match do you want to talk about first? I mean, honestly, I want to talk about the women's one, even though that was more that was predictable in my view. I thought there was no question in my mind that Becky Lynch was going to win that match because yeah. she was already on our podcast and talked about how much she wanted Rhea Ripley. <laughs> so go back and listen to it. We'll attach it here. Go back and listen to it where she talks about it. This was back in December. She knew that she wanted to take Rhea Ripley. So I I felt, I felt like this was just all you know part of her story and, and her journey to WrestleMania. And let's see if Rhea Ripley can knock off another one of the four horsewomen. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think Rhea's probably gonna come out on top on this one, but that's just Mom. my prediction. But mommy um, is always on top. That's right. <laughs> um, I thought the match was pretty good. Um, you know, I, I didn't think it again, I it was all right, it was good. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it was what it should have been, right? Like it was exactly. Fine. Um, I thought. Tiffany Stratton stood out big time though. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think she's getting an opportunity because Charlotte Flair is not around and right. she's really taking advantage of it. And listen, I, I <laughs> per usual, Mikey, the Oracle is in full effect because you've been talking about her for well over yeah. a year and you were like, she's going to be big. She's going to be good. She's, she got that fit. And, you know, I got to, Give the credit where it's due. Um, Thank you. you. You are correct. You know, watching her those last few few weeks or months, whatever it might be, I I would agree. I enjoy watching her. Yeah. Well, Vito, you know, it takes a lot to be the bigger man and admit I told you so, and <laughs> I am that bigger man. So <laughs> I <laughs> I am happy to take that praise from you, and. Happy to give praise to Tiffany Stratton. She got her ass kicked in that match and felt it felt like one of those rookie moves where okay, you, you're kind of gonna get the shit end of the stick on a lot of lot of spots tonight. But she looked great, man. She looked fantastic. I I think she sells well, she's getting better with that. She can tell a story. The crowd was even behind her, and she was trying to be a heel, but the crowd was just clearly behind Tiffany Stratton for whatever reason. Australia loves loves Tiffy time. So uh, and I'm all about it, too. I think it's great. Uh, hopefully this leads to some sort of, you know, even if it's like a kickoff show kind of thing, if she gets some sort of rub at Mania, that would be cool. But if not, uh, uh, you know, there's plenty more. There's plenty more to her career. So I, I think we'll be seeing more of her for years to come. I would I would love to see her and Bianca Belair. I mean, I feel like yeah. Bianca doesn't have an opponent. It, I think it would be a good match. Never mind anything else. I think it's one of those matches that probably mm. steals the show. You know, and um, yeah, I I think it would be good. That would be that would be my suggestion. But you know, well, we'll when see. was the last time they had a women's match on a WrestleMania card that yeah. wasn't a title match? I know the grudge yeah. match. Yeah, so, yeah. Probably, probably, probably when probably when came in. You're probably you know you're probably right. <laughs> Her and Maria Menounos. Listen, Menounos tore it up. Don't don't. Ah, they're don't fine. Crap on Maria yeah, they're fine. They're Love fine. that girl. Um, all right. So that one was a decent match. Um, yeah. Uh, what about the men's? What did you? How'd you feel about the men's match? The men's one was fine. That was the one I kind of paid attention to the least. I was watching it and I was like, "This is good. 
this is fine. There was that it, one thing that was noteworthy was Kevin Owens did that choke slam, and I don't know if you heard them on commentary talk about how he doesn't usually do the choke slam, but he did it anyway because it was a make. He had a Make a Wish visit earlier that day, and the kid asked if he could do a choke slam, so you couldn't help but be get, like get behind him to yeah, do that. So yeah, that yeah. that was really cool to watch. And Logan Paul was funny. He did something that a lot of people don't usually do in the chamber, and that is be entertaining. So. He was had the Sharpie marker and he's drawing stuff and and uh, I thought it was good. It was good. He hates Kevin Owens. Uh, I think clearly they're probably gonna. I, I, I seems like they're on a collision course. I don't know. I didn't watch Raw last night, so I'm not sure exactly where the story is going. But uh, I <clears throat> I think it's gonna be Logan and and Randy Orton. Um, mm, but you know what? Probably. Mix it up. Do a three way match. Who like because. <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me. I think um, <clears throat> Owens. You can't go from main eventing WrestleMania against Stone Cold to then just not even being on the card. That doesn't yeah. make much sense. But again, we'll find out. We don't really know. This is the time where they build all of it up. Um, right. I agree with you about Logan Paul, though. I thought it was very entertaining, and I think that's what's unique about him. Is forget about his wrestling ability. I think it's pretty damn good for a guy that really doesn't have much of a background in it, and he's done a yeah. decent job, above average for sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, he brings all these unique characteristics, like bringing the title belt and putting it on his podcast and, yeah, like, doing just different things, which I think you need, right? Like, you need that stuff. Not all of it's going to hit, but I thought the the, the sharp was great. I, I know. I know. It was yeah. good. Uh, yeah. You know, something that, that came to my mind, too, is just, I, I know you were already talking about Drew, but he looked great in this match. And I... I felt like it was probably going to be him because he's the only one that's had that kind of build lately. Yeah. He was doing some of his best work. And I know we've talked about it on here for several episodes, but with punk out of the picture, he's the only natural fit. I mean, he's, he's a former champion himself. I think with the story that they're telling, it's very possible that drew could win this championship match against Seth. It's not this sort of foregone conclusion. This isn't exactly Seth Rollins versus Ginger Mahal over here. Like, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. No, I agree. I think what made it different is that you had guys in there that you could see Seth Rollins facing, like LA Knight, Mm -hmm. right? Like, he could have been someone that got a chance to to do that. You had Bobby Lashley, who's had bangers with Seth Rollins in the past for the Mm -hmm. um, United States title. Like, you've had, uh, who else was in there that I'm missing here? Randy Orton, who, you know, that's a great marquee match, you know, and uh, it could have really gone any way a little bit more. I think we all felt that he was probably going to win, Mm -hmm. but you didn't really know, you know what I mean? Um, Right. So I thought it was a little bit more exciting, but... Let me ask you this question. How do you, how do you feel about the elimination chamber matches in general? I think I used to hate them and I think I've start, sort of changed my view on it as the years have gone on. They've gotten better about how to book a really hard pay-per-view like this one because it is in between and there's really only so much story you can tell. So I I kind of see the elimination chamber as sort of like a a, a last hurdle for anybody who's looking to get some sort of clarification on where they stand on WrestleMania. And I think that the way they've been telling that story of just like the importance and how intense this match is sort of sells that of, yeah. wow, they just went through this whole shebang with the elimination chamber, this grueling match. 
and now they 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 earn their shot to to also be at WrestleMania because the Royal Rumble is a gauntlet, and so is the Elimination Chamber for different reasons. Yeah, I like that thought process. I never really thought of it that way. It's like a last chance for WrestleMania type deal, and it makes right. sense rather than just throwing someone into a title picture that didn't make any sense at all. Like, and I if they build that story up, I think it makes yeah. sense. I just think they need to do a better job of making it less predictable, right? Like, I think that would yeah. be a little bit more exciting. That's that, my only gripe. Well, and, and again, I think the men's was okay because I think yeah. it was a little bit less predictable. But I think the women's was just too much predict too too much predictability in it. But yeah, um, I, I'm not the biggest fan of them to be honest. Uh, but I, I guess I didn't look at it in the way that you were saying it. Like, how else do you do something like that where you have multiple people? fighting for their last shot to to go after a title at WrestleMania. Like, you know, you don't really want to do another Royal Rumble. You, you're not going to do a one mm -hmm. versus one match. This kind of puts more people in the picture. And it, I think it also helps set up some other storylines. Like, I think we talked about it last time where we said, you know, LA Knight's probably going to go against AJ Styles. Uh, yeah, right? That showed uh, us there. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, which I think will be a cool match. Um mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, again, I thought it was an alright pay per view. Like I said, it was yeah. fine. You know, it was it was good. Nothing to you know. And I don't think it's going to win any awards or anything. But uh, definitely isn't going to be a. It wasn't a stinker. So no, not at all. Um, and I have to say, one of the best table spots I've ever seen. Yeah, that main event. Holy shit! That table exploded, and I I have been waiting for a good table spot because those WWE table spots are arguably the worst in wrestling. It's just it's so fake looking all the time because yeah. that table table just like, like unfold and, like and, and then they just fold it back up like nothing happened. Like just yeah. no, you know, we cleaned it up, spilt milk, don't sweat it. I mean, give me some give me some continuity here throughout the night. You break a table, leave it broken, use another table to replace it. Yeah. It just that that's been one of my pet peeves forever. But yeah, uh, yeah. so uh, it's just it's one of those things. But anyway, 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 but that table spot was badass. Just complete explosion. Good for Nia Jax. And I'm surprised she caught herself like she jumped off of and like one of the office chairs, like one of like the, the actual commentator chairs. Like that thing's on wheels. So yeah. I was in my head. I'm like, this is going to go bad. <laughs> this is going to go bad. But I was pleasantly surprised and I, I'm really happy about it. I. I thought it was a solid show overall. I know you have your thoughts on it, and 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 we kind of agree. We're kind of saying the same thing, but I think they yeah. did a good job in their execution. Now, Vito, I know we're getting close to it because we're trying to to change things up and how we format these episodes. But I'm uh, my question for you is: Are we kind of setting ourselves up here because there's somebody that we have not talked about at all? And I'm just curious: Do you think there's going to be a surprise cash in coming up soon? Where, like, what's happening with Damian Priest? He's doing know. all this work in the tag division with Finn, but they are not, they're really not mentioning too much about the money in the bank. And I feel like that's kind of purposeful. Maybe, um, you know, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I think the most mm. underutilized guy right now is Gunther. Um, mm. And I, I just think he's awesome. And we talk, he's like, puts on great matches, and we don't even know who he's going to go against. And it, it seems like it's going to be someone from the Judgment Day based on Raw last night. Because I know, I don't think you said you saw Raw yet. Yeah, and, I didn't see um, it yet. He, the Judgment Day came out after Gunther was basically saying, he's like, well, who am I going to face? I know everyone has their opinions. And, you know, is it going to be The Miz and, or this person or that person? And um, then the Judgment Day comes out, and it seems like it's going to be Priest. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, 
I don't know. I listen. I leave it to what it is. But that money in the bank thing, like, I, I just, I doesn't. It just, I don't know what's going on with it. I have no idea. Maybe he'll cash it in at for for the Intercontinental title, and that's how Gunther loses. Oh, I don't know. Well, imagine oh. that. Like he he ends up facing our truth, and then. <laughs> you know, like, well, I, they could they could be setting it up for him to cash in on Seth. I mean, how kind of ironic would it be that at WrestleMania he wins this match but loses the cash in, which would be it's exactly how he won his first title. Yeah, it was a surprise cash in at WrestleMania. So I don't know. Maybe but this is just you know fantasy booking here. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a world of possibilities, but he's tried to cash it in like four times or something, yeah. and it hasn't played yeah. out, which to me, I don't know. It's like, just cash it in or don't cash it in. When When is money in the bank? Are they even doing another one? Has it been over I a year? I think it's in like, June, June or July. Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, we'll, I we'll like see. it. It's, you know, it, it's, a, it's kind of their replacement for King of the Ring at this point. It's like, you just get a title shot. You, yeah, you, yeah. You know, you're... Instead of an all night tournament, it's a gauntlet like ladder match, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I like the actual money in the bank briefcase match. I just, yeah. like, the cash, everything after that, you don't, don't <laughs> yeah, <really> like, it. <laughs> like, yeah, you've been carrying this in your money in the bank thing for, you, for months now. You know what I would like? And I've heard this. So this is not my original idea. I heard this on, I think it's Tim Kale's podcast, Work of Wrestling. So people should check it out. But he talked about, this idea of when somebody wins the money in the bank that they that they they just like they mention it maybe the first like couple of weeks but then never again yeah and they don't even 100%. walk out with the briefcase and then you, that part of like the the mystique of it is like well he's not even like he's not even addressing it yeah. and so us as a viewer will begin to start forgetting that there's going to be some people are probably arguing with that when i bring this up but hear me out because it happens to us all the time. You ever watch the TV show and there's like a little detail that just like goes missing until the very end of the show. And then you're like, yeah. Oh shit. How did I forget about that? That's what, that's what they could do with money in the bank. Yeah. I, Mike, I think that's a great idea, but the only problem with that is WWE would have a briefcase uh, merchandise seller. That's pretty hot right now. And uh, yeah, you know, I know, <laughs> I know. I know. Like, like I said, it was just, it's just, the you make too much sense, Mikey cash. Why, why would that, you know, you make too much sense. Um, depends but, who you ask, but yeah, thank you. But Hey, listen, we are now officially on the road to WrestleMania. That's um, right. So we'll see, hopefully some of these storylines get built up a little bit more. Cause you know, outside yeah. of the, the rock and Co or the rock Cody bloodline feud. I mean, um, you know, there's one thing I forgot to mention. I heard through the, the grapevine that Sylvester Stallone is the celebrity they're trying to bring in, which I enjoy bringing celebrities in and listen, yeah. 15-year-old Vito here is, like, jumping at the bit. I love me some Sylvester Stallone, man. And Dude, uh, I think it would be awesome. I think it'll be great, too. It, he's, I mean, he's looking very, very, uh, I, I don't know what his training regimen is right now. It's called <clears> HTH. <throat> <but, laughs> yeah. And, and the, the Botox is real when you see oh, that face. Real. I mean, uh, I couldn't tell if he was happy or sad, but he does always <laughs> seem surprised. So I'm really excited to see him. Uh, it'll be cool. I mean, he's always had a pass with wrestling. He inducted Hogan into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so he he does. He's, and he's yeah. he's a UFC guy. Like loves yeah. UFC. Yeah, and they're in Philadelphia. They're in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Like that. Just 
it all makes sense. I, I'm willing to bet he comes out, and I think this will be a cool interaction, right? Like, who, what's the best Rocky movie of all time? To me, it's Rocky Four against the Russian, right? Mm. And he comes out and has a little segment with Gunther. I think that'd be kind of cool. I think that would be kind of cool, right? right? That's not the worst thing. No, I think it would be kind of cool. I thought maybe it was going to be Battle of People's Champions, like Rocky and The Rock. I don't know. Ooh, Battle of the Rocks? Yep. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. Mania on the Rocks? Come on. Yeah. No? All right. We're here all week. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So so what what else do you want to see from this Mania build, Vito? Besides more Sylvester Stallone. I, like I said, I just want to see some of these matches so that we we get a build. I don't I don't like when they just throw something out there and then the next day you have a match. Like I like a little bit of build to understand what I'm going after, or yeah. it's got to be a phenomenal matchup where we know it's going to be a great banger, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I, I don't see a lot of those right now. I just see a couple of matches that are here and there. You don't really know yet. Um, like we have our our thoughts, and I'm trying to figure out which match I'm really going to enjoy. I mean, listen, they end up putting on good shows. We'll see what happens, but um, let's let's have a little bit more build some of these other storylines so we know what's going on. You know, I I actually agree with that, and I yeah. and I feel like the stars are aligning for us today. So <laughs> I think especially the story involving Bailey and Damage Control needs more TV time. Yeah, that's I think, fair too. I think unfortunately, however this has happened, she's sort of fallen off to the side and she's a Royal Rumble winner, you know? They're just following the Cody Royal Rumble win here. And and I think you know, Bailey needs her just due. You know, this is a long overdue spot for her, and I would hate to see it just completely just minimized. And that's yeah. how I feel like it is right now. It's getting some some clips on on TV, but they're not really doing much for her. And I really hope that now that Elimination Chamber is done, you don't have to put the spotlight so much on, on what's what's going to be happening with that. Now the WrestleMania card is taking better shape. So let, let's just focus on the matches that are set there, the four championship matches, and and see what other matches start coming through. Because I, I think, what, if, if you were going to split the four championship matches, it's going to be two on each card for each night. So that leaves what maybe five other spots. I don't know that they, they haven't liked making it too big in recent years for each night. So you know, there's only a few more spots remaining, and and, and we can already see where some of those spots are going. So I want to make sure that somebody like Bailey continues to get the the spotlight that she deserves. And and EO too. EO Sky is a phenomenal wrestler. Her, well, go watch her stuff in NXT. She really elevated that women's division during a time when it was it was really tough, especially like during those uh, those pandemic years. So yeah, uh, that's really what I'm looking for. I just I want a little bit more respect put on Bailey's name. That's fair. I, I don't disagree. I think that's a fair statement. I also think they need some sort of gimmick match. I always am a fan of some mm-hmm. of those. And you know, yeah. two nights of wrestling, like we had the jackass gimmick one, which I thought ended up being awesome. But like they need like a hardcore match or like a, a yeah some sort of Almost match something. just yeah. something different like a no holds barred match whatever it might be. Who but, knows? Yeah, we'll, maybe we'll that's L.A. Knight and AJ Styles. That's what I was thinking too. Styles that's like bouncing around. Too. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, we'll we'll find out. We'll find yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Or maybe Legado del Fantasma and the LWO. If anyone's going to be doing some high flying, I mean, holy smokes, the LWO that yeah. they can bounce around that ring. So. Yeah. Anyway, well, any other thoughts on the Mania build? 
No, I think we're gonna have plenty of time to talk about it. I do. Okay. I wanted to make sure we we hit on this, and um, you know, I I, I think we got a lot of good stuff coming uh coming mm-hmm. on the forefront here, and yeah. um, we'll try and record more regularly as as we can here as we get up to WrestleMania. Absolutely, we might have more. Might have a couple of weekly episodes. Who knows? Sure. We're, we're testing some things out. Yeah. But uh, well, all right, Vito. This was fun. Good to see you again. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, for all our listeners out there, thank you so much for sticking with us. We hope that you enjoy the show. Keep your eyes out on your podcast feeds for the new episodes coming your way. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We would love that. We, can, we could use more love. We, we, we enjoy putting this stuff out there for you guys. So thank you so much. Uh, and until next time, keep on strutting, Jabroni.